Hello, my name is Bralador and this is Plainly Speaking with Baggy and Bralador. We've had 14 episodes and we kind of like went on a break, but it wasn't deliberate or intentional by any of us. Um, I, I took ill um, not too long after we uploaded our 14th episode uh, and I was out for about a week. Uh, by the time we got back, it was my camp meeting in my church that holds every year during the Easter period. So, and I was highly involved in that, had to go for that. And coincidentally, Baggy also had administration in a church. Um, his face ministry is in Ekiti, where he had to go and minister. And that also took us away. We couldn't record. We did everything to see if we could record an episode. And it wasn't just forthcoming. By the time we got back from Easter, um, I had a lot of work to do. And he also had a lot of work to do. We've been trying to record, but thankfully we were able to record and upload this episode. So apologies that we kept you waiting for over four weeks, almost four weeks, that we uploaded our last episode. This was not intentional. We don't want to ever have to go on short breaks or cause a pause in um, Plainly Speaking podcast. Well, we're back here and um, we're starting a journey. I don't want to call it a series. We don't want to call it a series. We're starting a journey and it's called Who is Jesus? And we're exploring and looking at who Jesus is. That's so important. Some may wonder why do we have to ask that question? But you know, Jesus was the one that asked the question to his disciples, people that had walked with him um, for so long. And he looked at them and said, who do people say I am? And they gave different answers. And he asked, who do you say I am? So in other words, what do you say Jesus is? And this is what we're exploring. We're going through scriptures together, and that's why we're calling it a journey. So let's dive right in. God bless you. Okay. So, okay. so we're considering who is Jesus. Who is Jesus, you yeah. Know, and, um, you, yeah, who is Jesus? And so we'll go on the series, and we'll go on the series however long yeah. our search will take us. Yeah. Because um, if Jesus is the whole story of the Bible, yeah. If if the hope of the Christ is the whole story of scriptures, and it's the fullness of the expression of God's message to man, yeah. Then however long it takes us, yeah, it's worth knowing. Yeah. Our, our hope and our prayer is that at the end of this this journey through the scriptures. And through these our meditations that we would see Jesus afresh. Yeah. Because I want to see him afresh. Yeah. Sure. You know, I don't see him. I don't see him afresh. Still. Yeah. Start from Matthew 16 where he told us we would benchmark off. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Okay, so it's Matthew 16, verse 14. Okay. Or earlier, maybe it's verse 12 or 13, one of them. Matthew 16, verse 13. It says, When Jesus came into the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, mm-hmm. Who do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? Yeah. He says, So they said, and some say John the Baptist, some Elijah, and others Jeremiah. One of, one of the prophets <laughs> and he said to them 
Pod chudu, čo si je Simon Peter answered and said, You are the Christ. You are the Christ. Son of the living God. Well, he didn't say you are the Christ. He's spoke of a Michael or Hebrew. He says yeah. you are the Messiah. Messiah, yeah. Messiah. Son of the living God. Yeah. That really just, that is, yeah. That. Son of the living God. And then Jesus answered and said to him, Blessed are you, Simon. Simon. Bajona. Bajona. Ba simply means son of. Son, son of, yeah. Son, that dash is off. Off. Yeah, so son of Jonah. It says, flesh and blood has not revealed this to you. But now, my father who is in heaven. Who is in heaven. And so someone said something. By Peter recognizing who Jesus was, he was already blessed. Mm-hmm. Nothing was added to his life. Yeah. Just the revelation of Jesus is the blessing. Yeah. Man, I think it blessed me so much to hear that. I mean. <laughs> you know, but, but if there's anything crucial here that I'm seeing, is yeah. what people said about Jesus is no matter to Jesus. But yeah. who the men said that I am? And they said, well, Elijah, Sophia, John the Baptist, Baptist all that says yeah. some of the other prophets. Because they were just mumbling. They were about, and, you know, and he did not even correct anybody. He did not correct anybody. <clears throat> he, he, he didn't, he didn't, the notion of him from what every other person says did not matter to him yeah. as much as those who were with him yeah. and what they knew about him or what they yeah. what they had come to learn about him. You know, and, and so it's very important because the world will say so much about Jesus and Jesus yeah. is not going to try and correct them. Yeah, true. It, it's not... You know, it's not. The day he, he revealed they will see who he is. <laughs> so there's no need for correction. When Kaifa says, are you the Christ or this one? And then he said, I am the Christ. Kaifa store his shirt. It did not matter to Jesus. Yeah. You know, he said blasphemy, blasphemy. When Pilate said, who, who are you? And then he did not answer Pilate. No, see, that's not his issue. His issue was with the ones who you say that I am. Yeah. It's easy for us to say what other people say about him. Yeah. Was what do you say? Before now, they did not need God to reveal it to them. Yeah. He said they were all just mounting off things. Some say John the Baptist. What I say Elijah? Some say Jeremiah. Yeah. Say one of the prophets. Some say Amos. <laughs> some say you look like Micah. You know, one of the prophets. You know, about 14 says, so they said. It means all of them were answering. Yeah. All of them were answering. That's how much he remembers it. That when that question was asked, what do P men say that I am? Everybody was just talking. Everybody was saying something. Everybody said, I heard that over those two women by that well when we were passing. <laughs> they said, ah, this one like Michael. Yeah. This one are Malachi. See if you look here, it look like Malachi. You know, and they, they, all, they all had something to say. But when Jesus poses the question to us and says, Who do you say Who do you that I am? That I am. Then we realize that we need to know him for ourselves. Yeah. As a matter of fact, we realize that we do not even know him like we think we do. We do. You know, a lot and of... So we in, have hidden... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, a lot of... Who, I, I think one of the things that is very... Um, especially with this... Now, now some may ask, oh, of course, these guys, I don't, I don't think they doubted what Jesus Christ could do or what he did at this point. And it just takes us to what the importance of asking this question for ourselves means in today um, as people will follow Jesus 
some may deem it unnecessary. Like, why, why am I asking myself who Jesus Christ is? Of course, I know who Jesus Christ is. But um, yes, the thing is that uh, do we actually know Jesus Christ for ourselves? Or oh, it's based off the tradition of um, being Christians that we've learned. This is what my church says. This is what my church says he is. Yeah, this is what my church says. This is what my pastor says. This is what I've lent him to be. But for myself, who do I say Jesus Christ is? Um, and we shut up. Yeah, we shut up. Yeah, we actually shut up. <laughs> because that, that that takes it more personal. It is not that, and, and it's not answered like, oh, Jesus Christ is my best friend. Jesus Christ is my personal lover. That one is a stock. Those are village answers. Village answers. Very village answers. Village answers. He is not a personal savior. Those things. Just. <laughs> Peter, he, 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 Jesus was not asking a question. Was not asking a personal question for you to personalize him. <laughs> because he was asking. A, he was asking a question that was rooted in his identity, identity. not his identity with regards to us. Yes. Yeah. No, it was with his objective identity, objective not his identity. relationship with us. Us. Yeah. And so, you know, so he's um, who? Who am I? Is oh. not a ah, Balado's best friend. That's not who Baggy is. That's not who Baggy is. Baggy is Balado's party best friend. But that's not who Baggy is. Who is yeah. Baggy? Who is Baggy? <laughs> you know yeah. You know, and so it's, so it's, it's who am I? It's not, oh, ah, you're my our teacher. That's not what he's asking. Yeah. And the disciples knew enough from the question. Yeah. When he asked who the men said that I am. Yeah. Because at least he had given them. And you can see how funny it is. They even believed the reincarnation. Yeah. And nobody thought they were mocking giving this answer. Yeah, nobody thought we were mocking. Yeah. Yeah. Some say Jeremiah. <laughs> Some say Jeremiah. Because Azino you know, died. Some say Elijah. Some say even John John the Baptist John the Baptist was even so close. You were just die, oh. You just died. So close. He baptized you, then he became you. <laughs> he baptized you, then became you. Uh, ah. it, it's, it's kind of odd. Yeah, it's you, kind of you odd. Know, but 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 it's 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 it, I think I think it's in that until we begin to ask who is you know, these are questions that um, I think this was one of those points that drove me into the gospels for myself as yeah. a young man I think when I was 18 or so yeah and I locked I locked myself in my room for like Francis room for like three days I told my mom not to disturb me until the third day was over so I came out the evening of the third day and I just kept staying in the gospels and crying and saying Jesus I want to know you for myself I did that. I did that. Maybe I did that from when I was eighteen to when I was yeah. twenty or twenty-one. Also, every holiday I came back, I always had these three days where I locked myself in and I, and I stayed there. You know, I just wanted to see Jesus for myself. It became so much more with Jeremiah. We would lock ourselves in rooms and we'd yeah. go to Kenan land and lock ourselves in rooms. Yeah. Now it's not even about those things. It's still just really about this desire. Like, who are you? Who are you? Like, yeah. it doesn't. It's not who are you to me. That doesn't matter. Yeah. Who are you that I should trust you? Yeah. <laughs> you know, because if I know who are you, then I can trust you. Sure. If I know who are you, then I, I can know the weight to place upon you. It kind of just really helps. Yeah. It it does everything to us. Knowing who Jesus is forces upon us. Um, you know, and um and so, and so why is quite different. Why the answer? And that's that's why for me I feel like the direction in which we'll take our study yeah. would a lot more towards um the beginnings of things because yeah. when peter says for you are the christ christ 
What the Jew is hearing, what the Jew hears with that, is he's hearing the full history of who the Messiah is. Yeah. In that statement, because the Messiah was as much a personality as Jeremiah was. Yeah. And greater. You know, the Messiah is greater than Elijah. <laughs> the Messiah <laughs> is greater than Moses. Yeah. The hope of this person is greater than David. And so when the Jew hears, you are the Messiah, it was so much more. But when the, when the Gentile hears, you are the Messiah, oh, Baba, it's not, I thought that was your son name. <laughs> we call him Jesus Christ. Now. Jesus Christ. Now his son name, now yeah. it'll be Papa name. Uh, papa name. No, no, Papa name. Now title. A title. You know, and so we do not even, we do not, in that instance, we do not get the full import of what they had and what they were hearing. Yeah. And what it would have meant to them in that instance. In that instance. You know, and um, and that's why it is so, it's, it's so amazing that I, I feel like before we can fully understand who Jesus is, we must know who fully, what the Messiah was. Oh, yeah. So that we can fully appreciate who Jesus, Jesus is. Jesus is, yeah. Because there's who I, who do men say I am? I am. And then Peter says, you are the Messiah. And then he says, you are blessed because my father showed you this. Yeah. Because I am, I am the Messiah. I am the one that the father has spoken about from the beginning. I am that one. Yeah. I'm not this one that you are meeting now. I am that one that has been you know it's, it's kind of funny so the one who i'm meeting now is jesus the, when maybe gave birth to him he said call his name jesus because he will save his people from their sin so this is who you are meeting yeah. but when peter says you are the christ yeah or the messiah however we go about it in this series christ is um is the greek for messiah and then hebrew is the um, messiah is the hebrew, hebrew for christ for, for christ, christ them yeah. uh, the same for christ um, and two yeah. of them simply mean anointed Anointed, the anointed, anointed one. one. Yeah, the anointed one. Yeah, so you can see Jesus, the anointed one. Jesus, the anointed one. Yeah, practically. Makes practically, yeah. Yeah. So it's not. It's not. That's why you see a lot of times you talk, as, because he had, because we had seen him to be the Christ. Yeah. It's the reason why we joined the name. We say Jesus Christ. Christ. Yeah. But you, sometimes you see that um, John will say things like, and this is in John twenty, John I think John twenty verse twenty one. He says, by reading you would believe that Jesus is the Christ because the whole essence of the gospel was to reveal to those who lived through the 33 years or so of jesus that they would realize that the one that walked in our midst for 33 years is the christ that we have been waiting for he's the christ you know so this is john so in john um, 20 verse 31 he says but these are written that you may believe that jesus is the christ there's that identity of who the Christ is that for the Jew, all they have to realize is that this Jesus is the Christ. Christ. That's what they have to realize. You know, and it's kind of witty because if we begin to check the messages that the disciples preached, so let's let's just do a let's just dance through the um let's see if we can just dance through the act, the okay. messages of the of the apostles, ah, apostles if we go okay. to Acts we'll probably see here yeah. if we're in if we go to Acts now nah, I don't know if Acts 13 carries what I wanted to carry or Acts 12 24 carries what I wanted to carry no nah. okay so let's just go to Acts chapter 
Now, I would love Acts plenty places, so that, mm -hmm. that's what I'm looking at. Then, so if we go to Acts chapter 17, yes, go to Acts chapter 17. So I'm going to read, we're going to, okay, you can read it, verse okay. 1 to verse 3. Acts 17, 1 to verse 3. Now, when they had passed through Amphipolis and Ampoli, Apoli, Apollonia, and they came to Thessalonica, where there was a synagogue of the Jews, and Paul went in as it was his custom, and on three Sabbath days he reasoned with them from the scriptures, explaining and proving that it was necessary for the Christ to suffer and rise from the dead, and saying, This Jesus, whom I proclaim to you, is the Christ. And some of them were that was the whole message. Yeah, yeah, that was the whole message. Yeah. That was so, like so so how many how many Sabbath days did he do this? Three Sabbath days. Three Sabbaths. That means this is three weeks. Wow. And what was he trying to teach them? That, that it was this necessary. Jesus, for, whom I, yeah. Okay, so wait, that so was so necessary for the Christ to suffer, the Messiah to suffer and rise okay, from the dead. To suffer. And saying that this Jesus whom I proclaim to use the Christ. So in other words, he's saying so, that see, of the fact that what happened with Jesus Christ, him suffering and rising from the dead, that proves that he's the Messiah, the Christ. That's the Christ. Explain and proving that it was necessary for the Christ to suffer and rise from the dead. And um, why you can put that aside. Why was, he do, why was he doing that with the Christ and not Jesus? And not to Jesus. Why was he doing that with the Christ and not Jesus? Because the biography of the Christ was already complete in the complete. Old Testament. Yes, it was complete in the Old Testament. Yeah. Yes, the biography of the Christ was already complete in the Old Testament. Yeah. And so this person that was to come, come, God has said many things about the person. Person, yeah. Many things about the person. Which they believed. Um, which they believed, exact. yeah. Which, which they, they have believed, believed. Yeah. yeah. You know, so in, in Isaiah, Isaiah talked about how this righteous, this righteous servant, yeah. God will put the sin on everybody on him, yeah. and then somehow, somehow, there's something about he would who declares generation. Then you shall not place where it says, and God he will see his seed. How can the one who died see his seed? Yeah. Or then you go to some Isaiah 42. It says, oh, this man, a righteous servant, he will be alive to the Gentiles, and then you talk about how he would die. But but how it's not making any sense. Yeah. You know, and so and so what Paul had to do was. <laughs> The ones that they particularly call the Christ chapters. It almost feels as though he comes and he reigns. That's how it looks like. But then he goes into the scripture and says, No, 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 no. It's not only raining, no. If yeah. you check it, he yeah. also should die. Yeah. You know, and so what he's proving is that the Christ that we know of, as yeah. the one that we have his biography in the, in the prophet. The now, prophets. mind, they had no New Testament. Yeah. So all they had was the Tanakh. The, the, the prophet um, Moses, the prophets, and then the Psalms. Psalms yeah. And so the the Torah is the first five books. Five books. Judges and all the prophets, and then the Psalm has. So begin to see is what Paul spent his. Okay, if, if you even look at him, so we will even go. Let's, this is um. If you go to Acts chapter nine verse twenty. Yeah. This is after Paul had had the encounter. And then uh, he had his eyes had been opened. So we see in verse 20. He says immediately he preached the Christ. See what he says in verse 20. New Testament renderings. This is the, the it's, it's called them um, the end new text reads. Immediately he preached Jesus in the synagogues see. that he is the son, the son of God. Remember what Peter said? Peter says, You are the Christ, the Son, son of the Living God. God. Because the identity of the Christ from scriptures was that this is the Son of God. God, yeah. And so he preached Jesus as the Son of God or Jesus as the Christ. If we go further now, we can go to 
um this same act acts 18 verse 5. you we begin to say this is this was the conflict of the jews in acts 18 verse 5 see what it says when silas and timothy had come from macedonia paul compared by the spirit paul was compelled by the spirit and testified to the jews that jesus is the christ That was, that was his message to the Jews. In 27 and 28 of the same thing, 27 and 28, see what he says there. He says, this is about, um, what's his name? Um, Apollos. Right? You can read yeah. 27 and 28. Acts 18, 27 and 28. Okay. Yeah. And when he wished to cross to Achaia, the brothers encouraged him and wrote to disciples to welcome him. When he arrived, he greatly helped those who through grace had believed, for he powerfully refuted the Jews in public showing by the scriptures that the christ was jesus wow that was the whole see see that is but the problem you know the reason why they did not do that kind of exposition with with gentiles yeah because, because we have no knowledge of, of the christ. christ or the yeah of the we had no expectation we had no expectation of the christ yeah um it's like um, if 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 your mom, if you tell your kids yeah. that don't worry, yeah, um, one uncle is coming, he has baby, yeah, and then when he comes, he will take care of you people. He will take you to his house for holiday and all. Now your children begin to say that uncle will be baby. Yeah. He becomes that uncle will be baby. Yeah. Now that uncle will be baby. When they see an uncle will be baby come around, they say, "Is this the uncle will be baby that daddy talked about or not?" <laughs> Now we see a number of Ongovefe will come, Ongovefe will pass. We see another one, Fergus will come, Fergus will pass. But after a while, that uncle will be a beer because the ones who are coming are not living up to everything you said everything about you the said uncle. You said about the uncle, yeah. So, but that uncle be takes up the character based on everything you have said. Yeah. Now becomes the uncle will be a beer that daddy. He has the one that daddy is talking about. Yeah. And so the day I show up and I say, My name is Baggy. What are they looking at? They're not asking me for the uncle baby because they yeah. see I have beards. But the yeah. question is, is this the one that is this the uncle or should we wait for another one? Another one. Yeah. And so what they keep doing is that they keep looking at me and wondering, Am I doing everything that daddy said? Yeah. If I start packing their load and say, Come, let's go to the house. I will, ah, you're hungry. This one, that one. What begins to happen is after a point. By like your daughter can go back to the house and tell your cousins, their cousins in the house, and say, Ah, come on, this is the this baggy is the uncle with baby that daddy spoke about. Yeah. You can trust this bear. You are giving them a picture of one who is to come. Now, when he came and he did everything that the scripture said about him, yeah, what they went around telling the Jews was that this Jesus, this one we knew and we killed, this one is the Christ. Or the Messiah that God has spoken about from the beginning. Yeah. That was the gospel. And that's why every Jew who ended up believing that Jesus is the Messiah immediately gave their whole life in allegiance to him. Immediately. Every time a Jew, once a Jew says, believes that Jesus is the Messiah, the next thing he does immediately is that he begins to obey Jesus yeah. as entirely as he obeyed Moses. Yeah. But the Gentiles do not do the same. Why? Because we do not even know what the Messiah is. Yes. <laughs> so imagine if I come around and your kids say, "Ah, this is this is Baggy, the uncle with baby." 
their friends do not make any cannot make any sense of it. Yeah. Their friends will be like, okay. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. The reason why it makes sense to your kids is because you have been telling them a lot about Baggy. Baggy. Ah, I remember the first day you went to Impact Unilag. Maybe it's not the first day you went, but after me, I'd, after I had gained the reputation with Impact Unilag. Yeah. And then you went to minister in Impact Unilag. The next time I came there, their joy. <laughs> their joy. Like, man, we met your ballado. Like, we met your ballado. <laughs> and they were super excited. As a matter of fact, I guess they were excited when we were ministering. But the funny thing is, if somebody was in the meeting with them when they were super excited about your ministration, yeah. the person understood where the understood where, where the excitement was, was coming, coming from. from. True. Because maybe your message would have been a somber message. Because yeah. you, don't, you, don't, you don't have to teach people things that will make them jump for joy. <laughs> you just teach. <laughs> you, teach you teach it as it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, the excitement that they were jumping, rolling all over within their stomach at your word was not simply because they were listening to you. Yeah. It was because they were seeing the fulfillment of that which Baggy has been saying since that this is his brother when he comes, listen to him. Yeah. And so if somebody was there for the first time, the person is like, ah, Palado has come. The person doesn't understand why are you excited about Palado? Who is Palado? Who is Palado? You can see that in the meeting. Here you minister and say, ah, Palado is a good teacher. But that excitement that they have is coming from a place that they have another teacher before Palado yeah. that kept telling them about Palado. I don't think you talk about me as often as I talk about you when I see <laughs> And so I went to a kitty. You know, this is a kitty I went for. Yeah. And then when I was done, this is the final day, we are done. Then somebody walks up to me and says, are you Balado's brother? <laughs> and I said, yes, I am. He said, wow, man, Balado is... You, you know, I, and so they did not know me from anywhere. If you, you talk about me, people don't have expected the baggy, but they did not know baggy from anywhere. But then you could see that you could see their joy, okay. Yeah. And so, if you know if you know who the Christ is, yeah. Or if you listen to the testimony that their father has been telling them about the Christ, yeah. Then you can come into their joy about the Christ. Yeah. That was the reason why it was natural for them to say, "He's our Lord, Jesus, the Christ." Because the testimony of God about the Christ is that he would be the Lord. It's amazing. And so the things that do not come naturally to the Gentiles is because we do not necessarily know the promise of the Christ. And that's why the Gentiles who knew about the promise of the Christ were proselytes. And so we see a lot of times that when Paul then minister in the synagogues, you see Gentile proselytes who were there and listening and then ultimately will come to believe. Yeah, you know, um, the reason why all those things were very important and very powerful is that um, they had the because of their proximity to the Jews, Jews they yeah. knew about the hope of the Christ. The hope of the they Christ, knew about yeah. the hope of the Christ. You know, and there, to, there, there are a number of ways we can go about this. One of them is um, we could always begin and then come down just to re-examine what the Christ is, who the Christ should be, what what is it about the Christ? Yeah. But then we could also ask ourselves, we could also go about it this way, where we ask ourselves, why was it that this season of Jewish history was so saturated with the hope of the, the Christ? Yeah. That people were always asking everybody, are you the Christ? Are you the Christ? Are you the Christ? <laughs> you know, they were asking John the Baptist, yeah. are you the Christ? Are you the Christ? Yeah. You know? 
you know, and so it looks like that time was so charged. Was so charged, yeah. They even asked Pilate, yeah, it was so, so it felt like it was so charged that everybody wanted to know if you are the Christ. Now, nobody goes around asking, are you the Christ? But there was something about that season that was supercharged, yeah, that kept the hope alive in the air. You know, I was, I was, I was somewhere ministry recently, and the person said this, someone said, why is it that about that in, during that time period? During the time period of the first century, yeah, there's um, that's first century AD, yeah, that there was such a hope for the Messiah and for the kingdom of God that it was so necessary that everybody was asking about it. And I told the person, Oh, there was a prayer in the second temple Judaism, now, second yeah. temple Judaism, the Kaddish. Yeah. And so I read the prayer to the person. The person said, I know it's the Lord's prayer. I said, Dude, this is not the Lord's prayer, this is the Kaddish. That Jesus repossessed the Kaddish, yeah. which was the simply this uh, mighty um M M M M B the Kaddish. When you the Kaddish, the Kaddish is, is basically the is is the is the Lord's prayer before the Lord's prayer. I believe Jesus just repossessed it. Um, he repossessed it in, in all the ways that it should be repossessed, you know. But see how the Kaddish reads. He says, "Magnified and sanctified may His great name be. In the world He created by His will." May he establish his kingdom in your lifetime and in your day. Wow. That was the prayer. Yeah. It says, magnified and sanctified, may his great name be. It says, in the world he created by his will, may he establish his kingdom in your lifetime and in your days. Uh, the last prayer is, our Father who is in heaven, hallowed be your name. That's magnified and sanctified, may his great name be. It says, um, let your kingdom come and let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. In the world which he created by his will, may his kingdom come be established in your lifetime and, and in your days. And so it was so supercharged with the hope, hope of yeah. the coming of the Messiah, Messiah. Yeah. that that season was such a hotbed where there's one time one guy rose up and claimed to be the Messiah, the guy that Gamaliel was talking about that led yeah. over how many thousand people thousand to their death. Yeah. You know, so the supercharged time. <laughs> yeah. And so we can also look at that. We can also yeah. look at why that that time was so supercharged, supercharged, and why people can rightly, why I can rightly, or why we can rightly say that if Jesus is not the Messiah, then the Bible, Hebrew Bible, should be torn because it's not the Word of God. Not the Word of God, yeah. Yeah, we can accurately say that if Jesus is not the Messiah, because the time span for the Messiah. Is was so the window was so established by Daniel, yeah. And if Jesus did not come then, if the kingdom did not begin then, and the king was not revealed then, then we should tear the Bible because it's not the word of God. And that's where we end on today's episode of Plainly Speaking. Um, we've begun the journey for both of us and for those listening with us, and it's a journey of who Jesus is. We find that very important because. Jesus actually asked the question for people who had followed him for a couple of years. Who do you say I am? We start off on this by looking at the expectation of the Messiah and saying that there was a biography of the Messiah that Jesus Christ came to fulfill. And we read a scripture in Acts 17 where Paul was arguing that the Messiah was meant to um, suffer and die. And Jesus Christ, by suffering and dying, and resurrecting proved that he was the Messiah. We've begun on this journey and 
it's going to be something that is going to change our lives forever. And believe that as you join us and listening, it'll do the same for you. So to the next episode, we continue on who Jesus is. Thank you for listening. Since then, ahead of this faith of yours in the Lord Jesus and the practical way in which you are expressing it towards fellow Christians, I thank God continually for you and I never give up praying for you. And this is my prayer, that God, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ and the all-glorious Father will give you spiritual wisdom and the insight to know more of Him, that you may receive that inner illumination of the Spirit which would make you realize how great is the hope to which He's calling you. The magnificence and splendor of the inheritance promised to Christians and how tremendous is the power available to us who believe in God. That power is the same divine power which was demonstrated in Christ when He raised Him from the dead and gave Him a place of supreme honor in heaven. A place that is infinitely superior to any conceivable command, authority, power, or control, and which carries with it a name far beyond any name that could ever be used in this world or the world to come. God has placed everything under the power of Christ and has set him up as the head of everything for the church. For the church is his body, and in that body lives fully the one who fills the whole wide universe.